0: Welcome everybody! Oh my Welcome. gosh, I almost said trash sports takes. Yeah, it's not sh- <laughs> Shaggy's House of Horrors episode nineteen with 19. my co-host Nick. Yeah, I'm an here. An idiotville production. We, uh, yeah, we're in this hoe. In it. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, better. that sounds better. Yeah. Turn my. Shit. We
1: were up a little. We were a little too low there. I think. Turn my shit up, Nick. You need yours up a little bit more. Just a little bit. How's that? That's good. Is oh that yeah, better? there we go. Yeah, yeah, that's much better.
0: So okay. we're uh, no mailbag today, Nick. So we're just going to dive into episode nineteen. Yeah. Um, with the movie X, uh, X was interesting. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sexy.
0: I mean, I I love slashers, and uh, and the 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 movie is indeed a slasher. Yeah. And a lot a lot of throwback to uh, it has a Texas Chainsaw Massacre feel to it. I. I mean, even judge even when we saw the trailers in the movie theater, um, and I was like, I want to see that. It's just the vibe, the landscape, everything is is chainsaw massacre esque, yeah. if you will, which is never a bad thing to to go off one of the greatest horror movies of all time. Right. I mean, it's not a copy or anything, but it just. It's a lot of uh, reminders. I mean, it takes place in Texas, too. It probably helps. Right. And, and every farmhouse in Texas probably looks like that because the house sure. almost looks like the Leatherface house. Right. Uh, and X is an American slash film written, directed, produced, and edited by Ty West. Yeah. Um, I know nothing about Ty West. Nope. Uh, I heard from some friends that the other couple films that he's done are, are equally as good and uh so i'm gonna have to dip into his work yeah but the dude's machine i mean he did everything for this movie produced it edited it i mean the the movie's very well shot yeah the 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 lighting was great because there's there are some dark scenes but they work the lighting was great the the camera work was great there's a couple uh views you know the the whole pov view of the killer i always like that too Mm -hmm. you know down hallways and and stuff like that uh and the the cast is uh, Mia Goth, who's phenomenal in this movie. She plays two characters, which I didn't even really realize while watching the film. I was like, "Oh yeah, well yeah, yeah." I guess that is her. Yeah, um, it's pretty cool. And uh, Jenna Ortega is in this one uh, from Scream. She's she's slowly becoming a Scream queen for this generation. I feel. I mean, she's just dipping her toes into the horror water, and she's not stopping. It seems to be what she uh, what she enjoys to do. Yeah, which reminds me, her. And all the uh, surviving cast members of uh, of Scream are coming back for the next one next year, so that's cool. nice. Yeah, and I called it. Hayden Panettiere back again. Yeah. So we'll be looking forward to that next March. And uh, Martin Henderson, Brittany Snow, Owen Campbell, and Stephen Err and Scott Mescudi are, are your are Yeah, are your uh, cast Kid members? Cutty. And <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that is him. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah, he was good in this film. Yeah, he was funny.
1: Yeah, he was great.
0: Yeah. I liked him. Me too. I, I mean, I liked. I, th- that's one thing about this movie too is you know sometimes with horror movies the acting is like hit or miss, kind of off. Everybody in this movie was enjoyable. All their characters were great. Yeah, I didn't find any like overacting or you know what I mean. Like it, it was uh it was very well acted by by everybody, especially <laughs> Mia Goth having to play an, an old woman too. Right, <laughs> uh, which is insane to me. Uh, which which we'll get into trivia later and um the makeup for the two old people in this film took like hours upon mm-hmm. <laughs> hours <laughs> like it's it's ridiculous how many hours i'm not even going to disclose till then
1: yeah because you said uh, the old man's played by a young a younger dude too dude yeah, too, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: which which works you know what i mean
1: yeah definitely i feel like they did you a really, really good job
0: tell. no hell no I mean I feel like sometimes when they talked, I don't I mean, I don't know. Right. How's an old person supposed to talk? But
1: uh <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can't yeah. see,
0: you could be an old person too. I can be an old person. <laughs> I will be someday. Yes, we all will yeah. be. Or D E D. Can't wait to shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> and there are a few scenes in this movie that kinda make you shit your pants. Yeah, they like, sure holy do. fuck. Yeah. You don't see some of the stuff coming. The film follows a cast and crew who gather to make a pornographic film on an elderly couple's rural Texas property but find themselves threatened by a killer. Ooh.
1: Ooh. <laughs>
0: the film opens uh, kind of like the end of the movie. It's the cops right. coming to yeah. the farmhouse. It's
1: one of them classic, here's the end of the movie at the beginning of the movie thing. Yeah. And
0: one interesting fact about this film too is it's filmed in
1: New Zealand. I never would have guessed. Yeah. I never, never would have guessed. And it's kind of tough to... I think it's kind of tough to uh, get approved to go to New Zealand and film. Right. Because New Zealand doesn't like people there.
0: Well, he pulled it off somehow.
1: Yeah. My buddy's from New Zealand. He said that if you want to move
0: there as an American citizen, because I was talking to him about it, he's going there in October. And he says if you want, if you want to move there as an American citizen and like you want like a relationship... Yeah. like Let's say I meet like a New Zealand chick online... Yeah. In order to go there and live there with her, I need like tons of screenshots, tons of proof that we're actually in a relationship together. And then, boom, they stamp it, and you're good. Yeah. Um. And he said, the more proof you have, the easier it is, because they don't want to go through all of it. They're just like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. So, and then you're a citizen. And uh, when he first moves down there, before he gets. Uh, his own property, they're actually going to get like a like big, massive hippie van and just <laughs> live there. Oh, yeah. So he said if I ever came to visit, that I could just take the hippie van wherever and just post up. That'd be so uh, that'd be cool. Uh, yeah, a little sidetracked there, but a little, oh, yeah. little known fact about New Zealand. Yeah. The uh, Kiwis. Yeet. <laughs> so the, the main character, I guess, of this film, Maxine Minx, She's an aspiring pornographic actress. Yeah. In 1979, she embarks on a road trip through Texas with her producer boyfriend, Wayne. Wayne was hilarious. Yeah. Wayne was so funny. He kind of reminded me of like, if he was gonna have a different role in this film he'd play like the dickhead sheriff mm, he reminded yeah. me of like a cop well you yeah. know what I mean just like his demeanor and the way he was dressed and whatever I, I love the same reason a hallway and he's just like feel how hard my cock is we're I gonna-. can definitely see that yeah he's like we're gonna <laughs> make a ton of money off this film like <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> Wayne fellow actors Bobby Lynn and Jackson Hole Jackson was Kid Cudi right uh yeah and uh director R.J. And RJ's girlfriend Lorraine, who is Jenna Ortega's character, that's the group that are going to shoot the adult film because the pornographic market is going up.
1: Right. So they yeah, feel that like that was around the time when uh, you know people started buying. They started putting out porn movies on tape and VHS and all that. And right. You know, porn's always been a very popular <laughs> thing. No doubt.
0: I can't even talk. See no coffee today, Nick. Debbie does Dallas. Yeah. Kind of along those lines. So Bobby Lynn and Jackson, they strike up a romance while Lorraine is unimpressed with the film's content, which you could kind of see it. I mean, she's the younger one of the whole entire group. So she's just like sitting there, you know, with the audio boom mic, just like. Yeah kind of appalled by what she's watching, but <laughs> kind
1: of like interested in it too. Right. <laughs> like why would you sign on to be a... Well, her teacher. boyfriend was the director.
0: Yeah. So, um, She's like,
1: I don't want to do a porno.
0: Yeah. So the group a- a- arrives at this farm, but it's like the house where the elderly k- people are. And then what would you say? Probably 500 yards away. It was like a little like cabin type Bar- house. Yeah. Yeah. And then the barn and the cabin type house is like what they came to rent. And when the old man comes up to the cabin, he's like, well, I guess it was like 30 bucks or whatever it yeah. was to rent it out. And he's like, well, I was, uh, unaware that you, uh, had all these other people here. You know, he wasn't too right. happy with that. And, and then his wife's like staring out the window. So you already know something yeah. that's, is like way off with these fucking people.
1: Yeah, they definitely like,
0: like, th- from the get go, you're like, oh, something's not right about this. Yeah. And, uh, so, oh, it, well, and when, when he first,
1: doesn't he first show up with a shotgun? Well, that's when the cop shows up at the beginning and knocks on the door. He, yeah, shows up at the door oh, with that's a shotgun. I mean. He's like, you're on my proper, you're <laughs> trespassing. That means I can shoot you if I want. <laughs> yeah, he, uh,
0: he was none too happy about this whole thing. No, and so they're ba- yeah. they're banging and shit, and they're starting to film it or whatever. And then Maxine goes outside, and she goes to this pond, and she's like, "I'm just chilling, just yeah. finding my zen." <laughs> and you notice like alligators in the pond. Yeah, and uh, she goes swimming, and dum dum. The alligator like this scene is intense to me because like she's swimming and there's a huge like drone up view of her swimming and you can see the alligator behind her and then like yeah and then like right when she gets up and like pushes herself uh, up the uh, the up to the deck. Uh, is when the alligator almost grabbed her. She didn't mm-hmm. even realize it the whole time. She wasn't even paying attention. No. But the old woman was in the woods watching her. Yeah. Which the old was woman's really... creeping
1: the whole damn movie. Dude, she's so creepy. Yeah, she played her really well. She's super fucking creepy. Oh, for sure. the whole movie, you're like, what the fuck <sighs> is this old lady doing? <laughs> watching them fucking oh, shit. Before
0: and that, though, I remember Maxine goes into the house and the old woman confronts her. And and it's just like telling her about how she used to like be a ballerina for dancing Mm -hmm. and how she misses being young. And she missed out on all these opportunities that these young people don't, you know, these young people take for granted and she wishes she was her and shit.
1: Yeah. So she's basically envious of their youth pretty much. And right. Yeah. Like, And 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 the old man's having none of it either because Maxine
0: has lemonade with the woman. Yeah. And when the old man comes back and notices there's two glasses, he's like,
1: what the fuck is well, going on the old man knows how his wife is too and right. he doesn't want his wife getting you know upset right. about the young people and fucking l- in their barn right <laughs> <laughs>
0: so then like later that night they're all chilling and talking whatever lorraine expressed interest in wanting to be part of the porno too because she's like hey yeah i'm here i'm queer I I was just going to say that, but (laughs) she's not. I mean, she could be. I mean, go both ways. Please, girl. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so she's like, I'm interested in this. Like, I'm here already. I want to be a part of of the money-making thing that's going on. Well, RJ, her boyfriend's a director. He ain't none too happy about it. So Wayne takes him outside to calm him down and be like, yo, she's going to do it whether you fucking like it or not. So (laughs) It's, It's a movie. And RJ's like, fuck this shit. Yeah, and he gets in his truck, and he goes to leave. Yeah, and this is where the movie's crazy. And this is like an hour into the movie. So to let you guys know before you go into this movie, it's it's kind of a slow burn, but it sets little, it, it sets everything up. It definitely it doesn't. Uh, it's it, not boring. No, it doesn't slow down to the point of being yeah. boring. Uh, but I mean, like, there's fucking in the beginning, and they're filming. Yeah, there's and they're much like, fucking, and then they're you know they they have conversations and they talk and. And, uh, and then when RJ goes to leave, that's when shit go- gets fucking weird. Yeah. Because he's like, oh shit, why is my phone going off? Sorry. Uh, but nah. but yeah, he, he goes to leave and uh, in front of his headlights is, well, um, what the, what the hell's the old lady's name? Pearl. Good call. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Pearl's standing there and he's like, what the fuck? You know what <laughs> I mean? He's like, the hell's going on so he gets out of the truck and he goes over to her and he's like you okay you know like mm-hmm. taps her on the shoulder yeah and then she like goes to hug him and like it's it's a long scene that we like she's hugging him and like smelling his hair and shit yeah. and then being weird ends up fuck. stabbing him in the neck yes and he falls over And she just continuously stabs him in the neck till his neck just basically shreds. Yeah. And like the whole time, Blue Oyster called "Don't Fear the Reapers" playing (laughs) in the background, which was perfect. Yeah. I feel like a lot of horror movies use that that uh, song a lot. Yeah. It was in. It was in. uh, What movie was it in? It was in. It was playing in the background of Scream when Billy, um, visits Nev's bedroom was playing in rob zombies halloween so like it's it's quite a bit in the uh horror genre and so rj's uh, like adios
1: muchacho yeah bye-bye rj and And bye-bye rj neck
0: he and and the cool thing about the scene too is like blood's flying all like i love i don't know i love the cinematography in this movie like ty west is fucking sick and like she's stabbing him in the neck repeatedly, repeatedly, and like I love how like the blood's flying on the headlights and shit. Yeah. And then like the whole screen's basically turns red. Like yeah. like the ambiance of the whole scene's basically red. Um which was really fucking cool. It's just a cool effect. Yeah. Uh, I'm just hitting stuff today. <laughs> and uh so he's dedited. Yeah. And Lorraine is like, yo, where's my boyfriend? And Wayne's like uh, I don't know. Maybe he just went for a stroll. He'll be back. And she's like, "I'm worried about him. We yeah. have to go fucking find <laughs> him." And Wayne's finally like, "All right, whatever." Like he's a dickhole. Like it took yeah, him forever yeah. to say yes. He's like, "I really don't want to." All he's right. like in his whitey tighties and shit. All right. <laughs> and uh so they both go out looking for him. And Wayne goes to the barn and see. And here's the thing that I didn't get though is that she's like, "Help me!" You know, I'm I'm scared. I'm afraid. Uh, I'm really worried about him. Can you come with me? I thought that because she asked him to come with her that they'd stick together. You know what I mean? So when I saw him split up, I'm like, this isn't going to be good. Nope. That's not and good. she goes to the house and he goes to the barn. Yeah. And he's all like, dude, RJ, you know, I, I was in relationships too that aren't working out. Just come out and work it out with her, nah. blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and, and the camera zooms in on this piece of, wood with a fucking nail sticking out yeah and he's just walking you're like you know what's gonna happen here (laughs) and that nail it didn't go all the way through his foot which i thought it was going to and then when the camera showed it it was just it was probably pretty close to coming out the top
1: it was it was close it was in there pretty deep (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) so that puts him down for the count and he's limping around then i love i love the scene because like he goes to the end of the barn and there's two holes, and you know, as is, is is a horror fan and a, a watcher of a lot of movies, what's going to happen next? Because obviously he's going to look into them, yeah. And you know it's going to be an eye scene because eye yes. trauma and horror movies is fucking great, yeah. And uh, and, boy, and sure enough, it. sure enough, pitchfork through the eyes, yep. bop, and then it just no more eyeball. And then when the said killer on the other side of the barn pulls the pitchfork out of his face, like his eyeballs both come out. Yeah, like it was it was great. Yeah, it was great. It really was. <laughs> It was a great kill scene. All the kill scenes in this movie are fucking fantastic. Yeah. Uh, which is what you want out of a slasher. Faux sure. So obviously Pearl's the killer. It's no uh, yep. surprise there.
1: So no more eyeballs for him.
0: Zero eyeballs nope. for Mr. Wayne. He's yep. not watching any more porn. Yep. Pornhub is out. Yep. And uh, so Lorraine, when she goes up to the house... She is confronted by Howard The husband Yeah exactly. Who claims that his
1: wife Is also yeah. missing He's like my wife be missing
0: And she's like Lorraine's like Oh shit Well My boyfriend's missing too
1: Yeah So she needs And to he's a
0: like Hey Go in the basement And get a flashlight And at this point You're like at all, Obviously also as a whole And I'm not saying that This movie is predictable Because there's some scenes Where I was like Whoa Didn't see that coming Yeah. But obviously When he says Go down in the basement And grab the flashlight you're Basement's like, you're are like, never she's, good Yeah you're like She's fucked Yeah she goes down, she finds it, she runs back up the stairs. Well, no, while bas- she's
1: in the basement.
0: No, not yet.
1: Oh. Okay.
0: No, not yet. Cuz she just wa- she just randomly walks back up the stairs and uh and goes to open the door and it's locked and you won't let her out.
1: Yeah, but she found a corpse in the basement.
0: Not yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, not yet, Nick.
1: Because it says that right there that she did. Where? Before she goes up and finds that it's locked.
0: Oh, wait. Yeah, I guess she does. My fucking bad. And actually, uh, (laughs) God, Uh. and you know why I forgot about that? Because I was actually going to talk about that scene. Because at times in horror movies, I judge uh, the characters by whether or not they can scream. Because obviously you get the title of Scream Queen if you're a good screamer. Right. And during that scene, when she finds the corpse, her scream is so blood curdling and believable that I'm like, yep, she just might be yeah, the next Jamie Lee Curtis. Like it was a really good
1: scream. So my bad, she does find the corpse. Yeah. Um, and then she attempts to run back up the stairs and then, yeah, the door's locked. Yeah. My bad. <laughs>
0: yeah. So yeah, she did find the corpse then. I, I, wanted to, I wanted to talk about that scene, but I forgot exactly where it was placed. Yeah. I'm remembering a lot more about this movie than I normally do about most movies. So cut me some slack there, Nick. Yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not being (laughs) I'm not being carried as much this. which is good because I don't remember much about
1: this one (laughs) (laughs) and (laughs) and I watched it last night but I was half fucking awake
0: (laughs) (laughs) and that's that's the thing too is like I remember that the mailbag question last week um, was David wanted to know about films that you know when they're over they're they affect mm-hmm. you and you're like yeah. yo you got to check this out because it's fucking mind-blowing the i think the reason i'm remembering a lot of this is because this it fits into that category for yeah. me like it's one of those where you're like dude you have to watch this yeah. movie
1: it's like what the fuck
0: uh and so i just i don't know i i i remember enough about it because it affected me in that way which is really yeah. really, really, really cool but yeah like you said so yeah like, she's locked in the basement yeah she's locked in the basement and she ain't getting out that bitch <laughs> For sure. Yeah. And Jackson, and so the Howard, oh yeah, that the old, what, yeah, Howard goes to the cabin or house, yeah. whatever you want to fucking call it, and approaches Jackson and asks him to help locate Pearl. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jackson finds a submerged car in a pond while he's helping him because he's helping him near the pond or whatever. Yep. Yeah. And then and, uh, and then he shoots Jackson with, uh,
1: with the a shotgun. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, right in the dome. Yeah, piece. so
0: Kid Cuddy gets it. He's out. Yeah, and that sucks. Bye, bye, Scott Mescudi. Yeah, yeah, no good. So my my take on that is like the car in the
1: pond was the dude in the basement. Yep. So now the husband and wife are both killers see it has been confirmed
0: and at first you know it and this movie kind of leads you astray because at first i thought to myself i'm like okay pearl's off her rocker she's fucking wasting all these people and i feel like the husband's not like that at all that's how i felt at first i'm like right when he's like oh she's missing i'm thinking he's like oh she does this every once in a while whatever you know but obviously they're both kind of like that i mean i think she's she's a little more intense than he is yeah
1: but yeah, they definitely make you make it seem like he, He's a little more innocent. Yeah, like he doesn't like partake in the murking people, but... <laughs>
0: murking people? <laughs> but they, they,
1: both, they both be murking people.
0: Which reminds me, that Evil Dead game came out, right? And I go to like look for it on Xbox, and for some reason it wasn't available. What the fuck? Only the Deluxe Edition was for like huh. 59 which blows. I don't know why I just thought of that, but I did. That's strange. Um, And so, let's see, where are we at here? What? We... Or so right dies. after
1: yeah, Kid Kody gets shot,
0: and uh, so meanwhile, while that's going on, Pearl enters the guest house and climbs into Maxine's bed. This scene, yeah, this scene Freak. was so uncomfortable for me. Yeah, and I feel like I don't know. I'd hate to say that it's because she's old, but I feel like that's kind of half the reason. Yeah. Um, and now knowing that the woman that plays Maxine and Pearl are the same person. I love the way this scene was shot even more because Man. it makes you believe that they're both in the bed together but they're the right. same actress, which I don't know how they do it in Hollywood, but they do. It's yeah. pretty insane to me. It's uh it's it's a really creepy, crawly scene because she's like putting her arm around her and like as she's rubbing her back and like putting her, her hand on her, like there's blood like all over, you know what I mean? Like, and the scene goes on for quite a while. I'm like, all right, she's going to wake up (laughs) and find her. And it's like, no, like she touches her for quite a few minutes. Yeah. Um, and she's another one. She's another one that has an amazing scream too. Yeah. And she's like, you know, the lady's in the bed with me. And, um, Bobby Lynn, the blonde who we didn't mention too much in this movie because she doesn't really have a huge role. No, not really. She's she's just just with Kid a basically. Yeah, Yeah,
1: she's just getting the fuck a lot.
0: And she's in the other room when this happens, and she wakes up because she hears... uh, She hears... What's her name? Screaming, Maxine. She hears Maxine scream. And... uh, Bobby Lynn witnesses Pearl fleeing in the house. And Lorraine who's back at their house, I guess, Mm -hmm. farmhouse, whatever, um, uses a hatchet to break through the panel in the basement door. But Howard like breaks her hand. Yeah. Like her fingers are like basically hanging off the bone. (laughs) Yeah. And forces
1: her back in the basement. Yeah.
0: He's like, you get back down there, you little bitch. Yeah. And, uh,
1: so Pearl
0: is outside near the lake on the deck and bobby lynn finds her and of course i knew this was gonna fucking happen bobby lynn's like are you okay you know you shouldn't be that close to the water yeah. and i'm like dude she's gonna push her in <laughs> right. sure enough she pushes her in and she gets just yeah death rolled yeah by an pearl's alligator.
1: like you're a fucking whore and pushes her in the lake and she gets eaten by that gate whore
0: foreshadowing and uh Maxine does a lot of cocaine in this movie. Yeah. But I feel like when you've been going through what she's going through, you probably need a bump. I mean every after
1: month. the the scene with the cops at the beginning, as soon as it goes back to it says 24 hours earlier and then it sh- it pretty much starts off with her blowing a bump. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she's like I've been through enough, I need a pick me up. And uh so, yeah. Maxine? so
1: Maxine is pretty much the only one left at this point. No. Lorraine's or, still alive. Yeah, She's in the basement. Yeah, Lorraine's still She's in the, in the basement. Yeah. Maxine and Lorraine. Yeah. Uh, all the Nick's everyone jumping. else is pretty much deaded. Big, no, I forgot about that. Big the, time dead. I forgot the bitch in the basement didn't get dead. I got actually handbroken. I
0: actually thought that um that Lorraine was actually gonna be the one that survives just because she was a little more innocent, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like the innocent Chicks are usually the final girls.
1: But yeah, so Maxine's in the house, in the guest house, and she sees the the Pearl and Howard come towards the house, so she hides under the bed. Yep,
0: and uh, yeah. and they fuck while she's under yeah. the bed.
1: They're discussing the murders and getting all turned on by murder because they're fucking weird, so- and uh, <laughs> they, they have sexy time while Maxine's under the bed.
0: Yep, and uh, Maxine uh, manages to flee to the van where she finds RJ's corpse and the keys are missing of course because yes. why would the keys be there and uh She finds a, pistol. She yeah. Yeah, she finds a pistol in the glove box and she enters the uh, farmhouse and frees Lorraine from the basement which she blames Maxine yeah, for this Lorraine whole thing. Yeah, Lorraine freaks
1: out and blames Maxine for everything and she's a uh, see you next. And Tuesday. this
0: next scene like was the one that really threw me for a loop A because like I said I thought that Lorraine was definitely going to live and uh she gets pissed she goes running out the door and bang bang, bang. and it's like sh- and shotgun. like her body goes flying yeah. and i'm like man she got fucked up and i uh, was Was Maxine hiding at this point? I can't remember. I don't because they start moving the bodies.
1: Yeah, they start moving the bodies, and then Lorraine like freaks out. She's not quite dead yet, and she scares the shit out of Howard. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, Lorraine's like heart attack.
0: Lorraine's face is like half missing, and she just does one of those. You know, you mean like yeah. gagging things or, you know, how they say like sometimes your nerves you, yeah. and after you're dead or whatever. But
1: yeah, she scares the shit out of him and he, he has, a heart, has attack. a heart attack, which he talked about earlier in the movie about how he's worried about having a heart attack and shit, I guess.
0: And, and, and Maxine's hiding around the corner with the gun still. So Howard dies and she turns around and points the gun at Pearl. But and, Pearl and and tries the,
1: to shoot her with the shotgun.
0: Well... Maxine tries shooting Pearl, and the and the pistol's not loaded.
1: Right. And then Pearl tries to shoot Maxine with a shotgun, but she misses because the shotgun throws her back, and she breaks her fucking hip on the ground. Yep. And Pearl is all fucked up and injured. And she begs
0: Maxine for help, but Maxine refuses.
1: Yeah. And, and she uh, gets in the truck. And she crushes gets the keys, Pearl's head. Yeah, gets the keys and gets in the truck and runs over Pearl's head with the truck. Yep. Great. And she dips sets.
0: And there's a uh, there's a a uh, preacher preaching on the TV while throughout while that, the movie, and and mostly through that final scene, mm-hmm. and uh, and it is revealed on the TV that Maxine is the daughter of conservative Christian preacher. Who, uh, whose speeches are frequently playing Obviously like Nick said on the television And the police discover mm-hmm. RJ's camera And speculate what it contains And the cop says a pretty damn good horror movie I read in yeah. or something like that <laughs> <laughs> So yeah overall Nick uh, X Out of uh, Five X's p- yeah. Sure out of f- <laughs> I was going to say pornos but yeah we'll go with X Yeah. So out of five X's what do you give X
1: uh, three and
0: a half yeah i'd have to say so too i it's, liked it it's it not like it's amazing not, yeah I was gonna but say it wasn't bad to, was to us if you if you go uh, four or above like we we think you're on a gold throne and nobody right. can touch you yeah so i i was gonna say about 3.5 uh, yeah three, slightly three inching towards four because i i do respect mr west and the fact that he basically did everything with yeah, this film it was and, definitely and I, good but i enjoyed it it's it was just a fun time and like nick said there's nothing really to it it's a slasher film
1: yeah. at a farmhouse so a fairly simple movie but mm-hmm. it's it's fun if it was you, really fun if you really like slashers which we do yes we did you'll have we fun definitely with
0: do. it it's it's a lot a lot of fun
1: and you like porn right it is uh yeah
0: and uh, Miss Goth, who played both characters, uh, donned extensive prosthetic makeup to portray the elderly Pearl, of course. And describing her experience, she stated it was a good 10 hours in the makeup chair, and then she'd have to go do a 12-hour day on set. Yeah. Can you imagine so 10 hours in a fucking... hours. Can you imagine 10 hours in a makeup chair? I don't know how yeah. these actors it's do insane. it. Like, I'd start cramping up and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i'm sure they're like here smoke this joint or here read this book or i mean i'm sure they do stuff while they're sitting there but yeah god you'd have to be paying me a lot of money to fucking sit there that fucking long um if you do want to watch x um it's released on demand services including apple tv amazon prime video google play youtube and voodoo as of uh, april 14th it was on there so if you haven't watched it there's still time and for you collectors out there it is scheduled on blu-ray and dvd May 24th, so in a couple weeks from Lionsgate. And uh, yeah, I'll be be picking it up. It's going to be part of my collection for sure.
1: Yeah, I'll probably grab it for sure. Uh,
0: And also, for those that don't know, in March uh, 2022, it was revealed that a prequel film was shot back-to-back in secret with the first film written and directed by Ty West. And uh, photography took place in New Zealand, and the announcement uh, was already in the post-production stage and I guess he wrote it like during the pandemic and then asked yeah. uh, Miss Goth if she would play Pearl again. And she said, yeah. So it's like bang, bang, bang. Oh, so yeah. uh, look for the, uh, the prequel to this called yeah, Pearl coming out cool. soon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no doubt. And I, I, it's, it's such a, um, a smart move by him to, to, to pull that off because, you know, you already have the actress there. Right. And she's like, Yeah, sure. Yeah. You already like, have well, a location. Yeah, he's like, like
1: Well I have you here. Bang bang. I wanna do this. Do All you right. wanna do it? Yeah, let's do it. All right.
0: And the Go uh ahead. so a little trivia for you, Nick, the title of the film refers to the X rating used by the MPAA from sixty eight to ninety. Kind of figured that. Yeah, Which uh indicated that a film was only suitable for an audience of sixteen or older, which is weird to me because I always thought of X being like super super bad. So right. sixteen seems really 18. weird. I thought it was 17, but whatever. Looks like we're both wrong. <laughs> um, the idea behind the rating was that, unlike the other certificates, X would not be trademarked and would be a, would allow filmmakers r- to release their films in theaters without needing to submit it to the MPAA. Okay, so that makes a little mm-hmm. more sense. Like, the X was yeah. basically, like, a free-for-all for filmmakers to where mm-hmm. they could just basically do anything and be like, yo, here it is. So, basically, back then's version of, like, a director's cut or an uncut film Yeah, in, in today's age, basically, is what it was. Uh, and notable films that were released with the next rating include A Clockwork Orange, uh, mm-hmm. Fitz the Cat, Last Tango in Paris, Midnight Cowboy, and Sweet, Sweetback's Badass Song, and yeah. uh, 71, 72, 72, 69, and 71. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only one I've seen is A Clockwork Orange, so... <laughs> Uh, In the 70s, the porn industry would end up exploiting the X rating's lack of a trademark by releasing pornos in theaters with that same rating. Eventually, X became more associated with porn, and more and more theaters started refusing to show films with an X rating, forcing non-pornographic films to be censored and receive an R rating. In 1990, the MPAA discontinued the X rating and replaced it with NC-17. Unlike X, NC-17 was trademarked and could be could not be self-applied, but it still meant that most theaters would not show the film with that rating yeah. resulting in censorship once again. And the only movie I can think of with an NC-17 rating when I was growing up was Showgirls. And yeah. I've never watched it, so I don't know exactly how bad it is. I would imagine it's not that bad. It's probably just a lot of fucking. Genitals. And a lot of, yeah, a lot of frontal nudity. Yeah. A lot of full nudity altogether. All uh, and the film was also, as we discussed earlier, the horror film debut of Kid Cod. Yeah, he was good.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, he did do good. He did very very good actually. Yeah. For sure. And if you're a female and you find King Cutty, can uh, uh, See, I can't talk. Yeah. If you're a female and you find Kid Cutty to be attractive, he's butt ass naked in this movie. Yeah. So
1: there you have it. Butt ass naked.
0: Several of the characters' deaths are foreshadowed in various ways which I did not catch, so there goes my film watching skills out the fucking window. Yeah. Uh, when Bobby Lynn exits the strip club at the beginning of the film, which, see, I didn't see the beginning of the film, so I don't know this. Yeah, I, I did see the alligator. Uh, the large mural depicting a blonde woman with an alligator pulling off her bikini is seen on the building foreshadowing Bobby Lynn's death by the alligator. Wayne, in conversation with RJ, tells him that people's eyes are going to pop out of their skulls when they see the adult film we've made. And they sure do. Wayne later dies by pitchfork. Yeah. So there you have that. Yeah. And Kid Cuddy's character says multiple times in the movie especially towards howard that he used to be in the marines and uh and howard served in vietnam and uh jackson ends up getting killed by a shotgun yeah so a little foreshadowing uh a a day after x south by southwest premiere writer director Ty west revealed during production for the film that he used his time during a mandatory two-week quarantine in his hotel to write the prequel Pearl. As a production for X-Wrapped, and also because the sets were already constructed, he asked Mia Goth if she would remain in New Zealand and film Pearl, and the prequel is due for a release this year. So
1: there you have that. Yeah, because when you fly to a different different country, you have to automatically uh, quarantine for two weeks. That's cool. He took that time to write the prequel. Mm-hmm. He didn't even have it written before he got there. So he probably like got the idea
0: like, oh, huh, okay.
1: He's like, what should I do during this two weeks that I'm stuck in this damn hotel room? Mm-hmm. So that's cool. I
0: wonder if it's going to be, I know it's a prequel to this, but I wonder if she's still going to play Old Pearl. I'm guessing, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. But that's cool. Oh, yeah. I like that. And yeah. again, I like the shot when, when Mia Goth was in the water, just like when her head's just like kind of above yeah, the water and stuff. Was, I don't it know. Was it was a cool shot. It was a sure. neat scene. I like uh, it. Lorraine references Psycho during a conversation with a group. Later, Jackson mm-hmm. discovers a partially submerged car in the pond, submerged in a Marion Crane's car being dumped into the lake by Norman Bates. Yeah. The same car. Yeah, kind yeah. of the same car. So that's cool. A little yeah. A yeah, yeah. little throwback to Psycho. Nothing wrong with that.
1: The man found the base is also seen in Missing Persons ad on the milk carton when Jackson takes a sip. I didn't notice that. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like we got to watch it
0: again when it comes out on blue. Oh, yeah, I will. A common stereotype of horror films holds that sexually active characters are the first to die, and the survivors of final girls are always virgins. See, I said that. I thought that Lorraine was going to live because she's the innocent one. Here, the opposite holds true. The two characters who are never seen having sex are the first to die.
1: Yeah flipped that bitch on its Flip, head, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that's what
0: I like about this movie. Not not the not your typical like horror tropes. It's different.
1: Yeah. I'll
0: have to check He's out great. more of his work.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: After killing RJ, Pearl starts to dance. Goth previously appeared in uh Lu- Luca
1: Guadagnino version
0: of Suspiria. Yeah. Uh, a film about a dance school run by Coven of Witches, obviously. Mm -hmm.
1: Have you Uh, seen it No, It's so good. Um, I liked it.
0: Some of her dance movements as Pearl are similar to those of her character in Suspiria. Mm -hmm. So that's cool.
1: Did you catch that? A little bit, kind of, (laughs) sort of. Yeah. I forgot she was in it, actually. Um, I'm going to have to watch the spirit. I still have, yeah, not, it's good. have to it's I mean, it. as long as you don't, uh, compare it to the original, right. And just a- think about it as its own fucking movie. Don't compare it to the original cause there's nothing really like the original It's completely fucking different.
0: And that's what I've been told, um, about that movie is like, yeah. If they didn't name it Suspiria, you would never know, and right. you just watch it for what it is.
1: It's not trying to be like the original. Right. And so then don't like, name it that, You though. can't... <laughs> y- right. But. I know that's kind of shitty naming, but. but it was good for what it was, but it will never hold a candle to the original, obviously. Absolutely not. But, uh, yeah. So that is it for X. That's it for X. Yeah, I mean, uh, it. We'll definitely other do than it. Uh, are we throwing tomatoes? Yeah, we're throwing tomatoes <laughs> next. Um, <laughs> after we the might break. as
0: well. Yeah, yeah. After the break, we'll definitely be throwing tomatoes, and we'll definitely yeah. do Pearl. Um, I mean, Alex Garland's movie comes out next week. That man. Uh, oh yeah, Cronenberg's new one comes out in June, so we yeah. got move. We got some theater uh, visits to do.
1: Yeah, we and, sure uh, do, and we're. Uh, we're definitely, I'm making Mike do Doctor Strange. Yeah, we're going to have soon. to do Doctor it Strange. It was great. So soon. go watch it. It was great. And it's got a lot of horror and it's definitely a Sam Raimi movie. Yeah.
0: Oh, great. yeah. Well, that's the thing is like everybody is always like, you know, oh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. And it's like Sam Raimi started in horror and there's so many throwbacks to his horror movies and in, in Doctor Strange. It was basically oh, yeah. Marvel's version of, of, Evil, uh, Dead. of Evil Dead. Yeah, it no was great, man. So we'll have to do that one soon. But uh, yeah, we got a lot of material and we will be back with throwing tomatoes. Yeah, we'll We'll be back. We'll be throwing them, Nick. Throwing them
1: hard. Throwing them.
0: We're back, everybody. we back. Episode 19. Yeah. And just as a refresher, a reminder, you can still get all the merch from all the Idiotville productions uh, on tpublic.com. Yeah. And you got hoodies, sweatshirts, mugs, tapestries. Can you imagine a giant tapestry of our show name?
1: Yeah. Buy shit with a name it. on it.
0: Uh, and the rise of covades. We still have the masks up there. If you, yeah. if you ever so choose to still wear one of those. Um, oh, and Nick, we, uh, we bombed that one. Uh, the end credits of X. Have a uh, have the trailer to the prequel Pearl Starring Mia Goth And uh, to answer our question Because we were wondering if she's still going to be older If she's going to be younger It takes place in 1918 yeah. So she's going to be so younger So she's
1: going to be young as shit
0: So that's cool I'll have to uh, watch the trailer when I get home yeah. And also um, for those Fleetwood Mac fans out there Landslide is played during this movie But yeah. it's performed by Brittany Snow and Kid Cud Huh so. I didn't even realize that It mm-hmm. was
1: mm-hmm. by someone else
0: <laughs> yeah. On the soundtrack, it's Britney Snow and Kid Cud. Huh. So I'm gonna have to listen to that.
1: Yeah, because I noticed it was in the movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't really realize that it was by someone else. So
0: yeah. Huh. So we're gonna, I'm gonna have to go home and watch that trailer now. I guess which is so. fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it's, I feel like Marvel's ruined us because if it's not Marvel, we don't think to stay past the credits. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like if it's a Marvel movie, it's a given. Uh, but with other movies, you're like, nah. I mean, a yeah. lot of
1: movies don't do it. Right, either. so so it's like so tie throwing yeah. us for
0: a loopy loop,
1: yeah. Loop d loop and pull, and your shoes are looking cool.
0: Shoes are looking cool. You know what's not <laughs> looking cool is a few of these uh, rotten. <laughs> tom- <laughs> a few of these rotten tomato reviews and yeah. brings us in our next segment, Nick Trowin' tomatoes. Yeah, we throw in them. Whether they're green, fuckers. whether they're red, and uh we're doing X today, obviously. Yeah, and. and it had an audience score of ninety six percent. No,
1: audience score is seventy five. Oh, a cinema, a critic score of ninety six. Wow, so the critics liked it, and the audience yeah. was sad. Which half is half. usually uh, the other. It's usually the other way around. But right, uh, the critics must have loved this one, except for these few people here that we're gonna we're gonna shit on.
0: And I feel like <laughs> the few people here, <laughs> 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 we're gonna shit tomatoes on you. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like, oh, but by the way, real quick, if you're listening, John, uh, quick quick shout out to Mr. Lyons, uh, the the uh, guy that puts together the Eerie Horror Fest, liked our page today. So yeah, thanks, hopefully he starts, you know, and where's that where's that Unearthed Blu-ray at? Yeah. Because I want to rewatch that movie. We want it. We want to rewatch your movie. Yeah. And we will get you on the show before Erie Horror Fest yeah. starts. So uh, Mr. Lyons, thank you for the support and for the like yeah and hopefully you're listening to this film
1: release the lion's cut
0: yeah the lion's cut that's a good <laughs> idea you're giving him ideas lion's cut of unearthed yeah, yeah i wonder if he has any extra foot i'm sure i mean don't Probably. most don't most movies i don't know yeah. although i mean i mean smaller yeah.
1: smaller film on a smaller budget though it's Maybe Like not. Uh, sam raimi said that uh the original cut of doctor strange was like two hours 45 minutes so there's like an extra 40 minutes so i'm hoping uh when that blue drops he drops the Ramy cut yeah that movie
0: that movie was a lot shorter than i thought it was going to be going yeah, in but <laughs> it, just, it does <laughs> they not crammed stop a lot.
1: yeah it does not stop
0: it does not stop uh you know what does stop is uh people shitting on this movie um the, yeah are gonna stop by skimming a few of these it seems as though people are just throwing this movie in a box of every other horror movie they've ever watched and aren't most horror movies kind of the same? I mean, unless it's like Robert Eggers or like Alex Garland. I know I bring those two up a lot, but I mean, they're they're so unique in their ways that uh, that I feel like it all kind of is the same. But I didn't feel that way with this movie. Like, like Todd, what's up, Todd? Yeah. Todd says, aside from the throwback groundhouse, visual aesthetic. Which it did. It did have a, a very 70s grand house feel to it, which is yeah. which I like. That's what I liked about it because I, mm-hmm. I enjoy that period of cinema. Uh, he said the film provides only hit or miss laughs and thrills, relying on stock characters and gratuitous gore rather than refreshing the formula. Yeah. Wh- How, How are you going to refresh you, it, Todd? What? Because I feel like it was just an enjoyable slasher flick. What do you want from a slasher flick? What can you possibly do to make a slasher flick? step super outside the formula there is a formula to slashers that's the way it goes um yeah there wasn't a big reveal for the killer because you knew who the killer was but i I don't know i feel like it worked i mean for the plot and the way the movie like you have a movie about people filming a fucking pornography and then getting whacked off one by one How, how do you want that movie to be How do you you want that movie to end up? Like, do you want it to be like Lord of the Rings or fucking (laughs) like Citizen Kane
1: or The Godfather? Like, you're
0: you're watching a slasher film, dude. Yeah. Like, get over yourself, Todd. Todd,
1: Apparently, Todd wanted more. Who names their kid Todd anyway? uh, People that hate their kids.
0: I mean, and then uh, Dimitri. Dimitri. Fuck. these are all just made up people <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. their opinions are fucking made up although yeah. Dimitri's a top critic so I'm not going to slam them all the way but he says that the West just wants to push everyone involved in gory ways played for laughs yeah uh, yeah and I'm here yeah, for it Dimitri movie. I'm totally here for I, I love it when 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 I mean, and and it's not a comedy horror, but there's laughs sprinkled in, and, and I love it when when a movie does that because do I want just a straight up horror flick? Sometimes no, I want to be able to laugh, want to be able to have fun, and, and and I found the thing is, Dimitri, when you watch slasher yeah. films, <laughs> <laughs> Dimitri, Dimitri and Todd, this is just yeah. going great right now. Yeah. Um, your parents loved when, you when you want, and they hated you. Yeah. when you watch.
1: A slasher film, like you already know the the way it goes. You want people punished in gory ways, and
0: well, and th- that's that's the thing. I have lost my train of thought, and that's exactly where I was going with it. Is that I watch a slasher film for the kills? Do we watch right. Friday the Thirteenth for a storyline? No, no, it's a dude in a hockey mask hacking teenagers up yes. who are having sex and smoking weed. Right, like. I don't know what these people... like. What Would you go into a slasher flick wanting, Dimitri? I don't get you. Jim, um, you're
1: next. Yeah, Jim.
0: He says it has a strong start, but once the gruesome kills arrive and the ultimate secret is revealed, there's nothing here that we haven't seen before. Another one. Yeah, slasher just thinking film. thinking the same thing. And I, I I disagree with Jim on this aspect of it. Is he says strong start, and then once the gruesome kills arrive... There's nothing else to it. I honestly think that it's the opposite. I think that the start is good, but I think once RJ dies, the payoff is amazing because from then on out, that's all it is. And that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here to watch. Not that the first hour was bad because it wasn't, but I'm going to flip his review altogether because I feel as though once the first kill starts, that's when it got really, really good. Not yeah. really, really bad. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? And I'm not saying the beginning of the movie was bad. It was just it was a setup. Right. So what Jim is saying is that he enjoys setup and he hates payoff. Yeah. Because the kills in this movie are fun. And that's what you watch a slasher film for. Yeah. So, Jim, today is opposite day. We're flipping your review all the way around. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I mean... I don't know, Jim. I don't know what you want. Bye, Jim. And Alex just wanted something deeper.
1: Yeah, I mean, okay.
0: I, I mean, I don't know where you want this movie to go. And here's the thing, too, which I'll slightly agree with Alex because I feel like Mr. Ty West's thought process was we establish Pearl, but we don't know that much about her backstory to make her think the way that she is. Yeah. So I feel like he knew that too. So he's like, I got to make a prequel just right. so we know where this woman's coming. That's from. what I was going to say.
1: So the prequel might make this movie even better. Right. You know?
0: Right. And, uh, I mean, so
1: if you want it to scratch this, beyond the surface, I guess Alex. you're going to
0: have to watch Pearl then, which yeah. if you didn't like X, you're probably not going to watch Pearl.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, no, uh, Alex will watch it. He's a critic. Right. He has to, it's his job. Let's so we'll be who, back who for else ya. We
0: got completely <laughs> derivative X has no new ideas up its bloody sleeve. Malia Goth lacks presence in two roles Really yeah. I thought she did. G- she I thought was she was a bright spot in this movie mm-hmm. because I feel like tackling two characters is, isn't that easy
1: yeah, she's wonderful. and
0: to play an old woman too yeah and if you see Mia Goth like if you google her and look at her photos, she's an extremely beautiful woman. So to sit in a makeup chair for 10 hours and look like pearl. I'd say I give you a lot more credit than yeah. what the fuck's his name? Uh, James. Yeah. From the Boston Herald.
1: And then this bitch, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> the reason behind howard and pearl's murderous actions is not fully explained which made the film feel unfinished and lacking something story which we just it talked was about explained
0: it was explained it, i mean pearl
1: was jealous to not of the well, kids and their youth and he, their fucking
0: here's the thing it's not it's not explained to the extent that sarah wants it to be explained no, she wants but it that is why
1: laid out in but front th- of no her.
0: but that's why ty's making a prequel so then we yeah. know deeper what Pearl's thinking. I, her I get it. her murderous
1: actions were pretty well. I feel like it was pretty self-explanatory. Right. She was jealous of the kids. Right. And she wanted to be young, young again. again.
0: Right. She so, she she basically regretted her choices in life, and she was too old to go back. Right. And so she was basically living through these kids and so, and stabbing their throats. I don't their know what to talk no about, more. Sarah. <laughs> so I mean. I don't know. And then we
1: got Michael O'Sullivan.
0: What do you say? To anyone old enough to have lived through nineteen seventy nine and to harbor no nostalgia for the in artfulness of DIY w- porn and VHS slash movies, X is less of a treat. Well, we weren't we we didn't live through seventy nine, so we, we no, can't really tear up Michael. We didn't
1: have any nostalgia for it. We I don't can't. think it was meant to have any nostalgia. I think he just put he put it in 1979 just because they were filming the porn, porn movies yeah, right. and stuff. And if it was uh, based now, they wouldn't be. I don't think even, it would have the same effect. It wouldn't be as right.
0: believable, and it, you wouldn't care as much. Like yeah, you, porn you know, movies
1: that, don't make money these days, really.
0: No, because Pornhub's free.
1: I mean, they do make money. When, when but I
0: was when I was growing up, we, we there was a uh, there was a video store down the road from our house. Uh, called night owl dvd and i'd go in and talk to the owner once in a while it was back when i worked at blockbuster video and uh we'd get to talking or whatever and i'm like oh how you doing what movies are doing good for you you know because he rented out a bunch of stuff and you could buy movies there too yeah. but i'd always go there to get a feel of like how his business was going and of course like any other small business especially a video store there was a back room and uh-huh. in the back room was all porn yeah, Bjorn. And literally he said his money maker was his porn room. Yeah. Because porn's were 30, 40, 50 bucks a pop. Yeah. That was back in 2004. Now, right. like you said, it's no, it's so easily accessible on the internet right. that nobody's buying it. So you couldn't so you couldn't make a movie in today's time about somebody filming a porno because it's too easy now compared to back then. Right. Why do you think they had to rent a fucking farmhouse to film the fucking porno? you know what i mean so michael we get it we we weren't born in 79 so we'll we'll give you a hard pass but we also won't give you a hard pass because you're a top critic on the washington post and the washington post is owned by jeff bezos so go fuck yourself Uh (laughs) or don't i don't care i don't really like being that mean but michael uh michael you're the one review that we weren't really going to tear into because we weren't around in 79 but Mm. I feel like this movie wouldn't have worked in today's times. So shout out to Mr. West for doing the throwback. Plus, you wouldn't get that 70s grindhouse uh, feel if you put it in today's age. And why would you put it in today's age anyway? I don't want cell phones and all that bullshit. I want you in the middle of nowhere, not able to contact anybody and two elderly people hacking you to pieces. Mm -hmm. That's what I want. That's what I got. Yeah. So that's throwing tomatoes. That's I great. actually like that segment. It's fun. Yeah. I mean, because we tomatoes. get di- well, we get different angles from different people and we just get to tear into them if they didn't think the way we thought, yeah. which is kind of selfish of us, but it actually just gives a different angle. And, and it, I think it helps us to explain our side a little more because you and I are almost always going to agree with each other.
1: Usually, yeah.
0: So it's good to get that other side and then explain why we think you're wrong. Yeah. And in this case there's eight people that You're are wrong. wrong. Sarah. There's eight people that are wrong, but <laughs> a, a lot of people uh, a lot of people enjoyed this movie from what Rotten Tomatoes is showing.
1: Yeah, ni- I mean 95% critic score, that's pretty high. Yeah, you like you said, you'd think it'd be the other way around. Yeah, usually the audience score is uh, higher than the critic score, but yeah, 96% Tomato Meter certified fresh. Certified fresh.
0: Yeah. X Certified <laughs> fresh Internet Movie Database gave it six 6.7 out of 10. I always yeah. think six and above's good, so yeah. it, it almost edged a seven. That's not bad.
1: Yeah, usury. So there you have it. X, so, go for uh, uh, yeah, it. Yeah, uh, it was a da da da, da it, it didn't make that much, but. 11.6 yeah, million. A24 put the, it out. Where to budget? I don't know where to budget be uh, I don't
0: know what where the budget was. B Z where the budget I'm, be, ma- I'm gonna have at. to look it up let me see
1: yeah. if you can find
0: any other info keep talking but yeah I uh, don't know I don't know it's, let's see there's not not much more budget.
1: I think we uh, we went over it pretty well and uh, yeah it's it's uh, it's, uh, it's uh, doing pretty good yeah yeah uh, let's see Ty Ty West mm. uh,
0: X made 10 million at the box office mm. And it was a budget of
1: uh, a million. You see that? You see that fire starter score there? Thirteen percent.
0: Yeah, I wasn't even going to bother. Wait,
1: it had a budget of one million. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay, so they made ten mil. Pretty good.
0: Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. No, no wonder he was like,
1: it. "Hey, I'll make another one." Yeah, I mean, fuck it. If your ba- if your budget's only one million, I and mean, you made yeah, 10 it's million? just you're just basically there's no. I'm sure there was. No CGI, no. It was, it was all, it was all prosthetic. It had and to be. prosthetics, which is great. Which is what? Which made, is what we want? Yeah. Because
0: we know we already know my Especially stance on with that. With a
1: one million dollar budget, that's right. definitely well, all prosthetics And
0: and going back to those people's reviews, like they want fucking academy award-winning horror film when uh you have a guy that went out in the middle of new zealand and filmed the movie for a million bucks what do you want the movie right. to be you know <laughs> what i mean there wasn't much to the movie which is why it was so cheap for him and good yeah. for him he raked in some cash for this movie uh, yeah i mean they a24 is really good at promoting movies though too yeah like x was all over the internet before it came out um and and they got me to watch it so yeah. so good for you a24
1: yeah it was great i liked it me too a24 is done pretty well yeah they're days, they're my know? go-to for sure i mean you know they're not, like we've
0: talked before they're not always a horror label but uh they just put out this sh- they just put out some shit dude yeah for sure and uh so now we're gonna you go into some news, some news dude yeah some news dude Uh, Mm And if anybody is familiar with Phil Tippett, wasn't he the wasn't he the dinosaur? He's uh,
1: the dinosaur supervisor in Jurassic Park. They're making raptors
0: in the kitchen, Phil, (laughs) making sure that uh, those dinosaurs behave themselves. But uh,
1: he is uh, releasing a stop motion movie called Mad God that he's been working on since 1990, since before Jurassic Park. Yeah, it was before. And uh, yeah, stop motion. And it is, uh, it's like a, uh, how do you, I don't know, I'm trying
0: and <laughs> they just had an no, about that was
1: there. the about, but it's like it didn't have a very good explanation. I mean, the trailer
0: is ridiculous. Go yeah, watch the trailer tra- I the put the God.
1: trailer up on our Facebook page, so right. check that out. And, uh, let's see the storyline I corroded. Diving bell descends amidst a ruined city and the assassin emerges from it to explore a labyrinth of bizarre landscapes inhabited by freakish denizens. A lot of big words there and yeah, sounds, I don't even know what the fuck that means, but wonderful. i'm I'm here for it <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, wow, visually has, incredible, but hollow. well, let's not worry about that yeah,
0: let's not worry about that. so when the yeah, will' tip it, dude. June Phil, June sixteenth. Phil
1: fucking Tippett.
0: Is it, is it going to be on a streaming
1: service? Uh, or yes, what is it? Shutter. It is a Shutter. Oh, version, that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah you got to let the people but, know uh, these things, Nick. I was getting
0: there. <laughs> An animation pioneer. Yeah, it looks crazy. Yeah, stop
1: motion. It's thirty years in the making. I'm excited for it. I love Phil Tippett, even though he didn't keep the dinosaurs <laughs> out of the kitchen. <laughs> He's still fucking Phil. I love Phil Tippett. Everything he works on is great. He doesn't tip it. Yeah, Phil (laughs) Tippett. So yeah, that's my news for the day. Yeah, the Mad God. Um, What what be your news?
0: Well, if you are a collector in July or August, the original Friday Thirteenth is coming out on four K. So I will uh, again buy that movie <laughs> for the fifth fucking time. probably eh. um i've owned it on just about every format yeah. uh only because it's one of my favorites i don't double dip a lot unless it's like a super fave yeah. because then uh the only way is up and uh the, l- the last upgrade i'll need is a 4k so yeah. and i'm sure it won't be more than like it's the 20 bucks
1: it's the original I so. mean,
0: yeah and it's the best one in my yeah. opinion i mean you, I, I have a jason tattoo but uh friday one's definitely my favorite yeah. So that's coming out. And then, uh, Nick, you'll be happy to know, uh, even though I guess a lot of fans are like blah about it, uh, the trailer was just released for the Resident Evil Netflix se- series. Um, I did watch the trailer. As you know, I'm not as big of a uh, Resident Evil fan as you are. Yeah. But uh, it looked fun. I'll give it a shot. Fans I mean, I have
1: been blah about that series I didn't really for ca- fucking ever.
0: <laughs> I didn't really care for the last one we watched that much. So uh, I don't know. The uh, eight-episode season premieres on July 14th you can check out the trailer now and it follows jade as she fights to live in a world overtaken by terrifying zombie monsters <coughs> and all the manner of evil it's 2036 but 14 years earlier she her sister and her father albert wesker were at ground zero in a place called new raccoon city when a hmm. world
1: basically ended so her father is wesker that's cool he's like one of the big villains in the games and wasn't stuff. he the one yeah.
0: that was in the uh, yeah after credit the, scene of the movie yes. or no? Yeah, okay yeah that's wesker. Um,
1: With the sunglasses and his fucking dick cheese. Resident Evil will deliver
0: (laughs) on the zombie-infested terror of the games with no lack of gruesome carnage, the lurking danger of Umbrella, and the fleeting teases of Resident Evil's quirkier side as shown in Netflix's first teaser trailer for the television series, which the quirkier side is what people are complaining about. But whatever. I mean, it's eight episodes. I'll probably watch the first few, and if I don't like it, I don't like it. But the trailer is out now. Check that out. The new uh, Resident Evil movie or series, uh, eight parts, uh, premieres on Netflix July 14th. Nice. So that is the news. That is episode 19, Nick. Yeah, it's in the, bag. in the bag. Our show is almost old enough to drink. Yeah, episode 20 is coming, coming up. at you
1: soon. Yeah. It might be it, it might Dr. be Doctor Strange, Strange. Multiverse of Madness. And so you know watch what too, that shit.
0: You know what too and I, I I might have to go see it again before we do it. Oh,
1: I will go see it again for sure.
0: So there you have it, Nick. Episode 19 is in. Thank you all for your support. Go to tpublic.com for all of our merch. You can find Shaggy's House of Horrors on Instagram, Shaggy's House of Horrors, or the same name on Facebook. You can hop in our DMs. You can talk to us whenever, about whatever. You can come on the show if you want. Send us uh, questions, mailbag questions.
1: We didn't have any this week. We need some. Don't be a stranger.
0: Don't be a stranger. And uh, this has been an Idiotville production. We're out. Be safe. Love one another. Be good.
1: Peace. Thank all y'all. Peace outside.